we need to talk strikes fear into the hearts of most. But we're breaking down that scary declaration on the Talking Couple podcast. I'm Deshaun. And I'm Laurie. We're married. Both from the South, but made the cross-country move to L.A. And are busy pursuing our careers. Even with the demands of life, we aim to put our marriage first. Every other week, we share personal experiences from our own relationship to help other couples spot red flags, get fresh insight, and ultimately strengthen their partnerships. We get real, raw, and sometimes a little uncomfortable to give you the tools to change your life. Hello, world, and welcome to the Talking Couple podcast, episode number 102. Whether you're in a relationship or you're looking for one, this is the show for you. We aren't afraid to tackle tough topics head on and share personal stories that inspire individual growth and a relationship revolution. On today's episode, we're going to talk about stress, anxiety, and because, well, there's no shortage of that right now. That's right. So. But before we get vulnerable Ooh. and talk about worry and fear. <laughs> Can we just talk about the fact that we literally had to make a schedule this week just to remember when to take a shower? Yeah. That, That's the state we're in. That that was really bad because, you know, you go like a couple of days. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm on day three. And it's like, oh, man, it's, it's getting kind of bad. And then it's time. day four, and then you're like, I really need to wash. <laughs> and next, next thing you know, it's like you, you just that same cycle. And it's like we really need to take time to like put it together. I'm like, hey, shower, this, that. Yeah. Because it's and different. we did other things besides just plotting out our personal hygiene. But yeah. that was very helpful. Yeah. Definitely. Was. So tip Definitely of the day. <laughs> so why don't we dive into this? I don't know if I'd call it difficult topic, but it's definitely a little bit more serious. You know, stress and anxiety is a very real thing that a lot of people struggle with on a regular basis when there's not a pandemic going on. But then you factor in the fear of this coronavirus and, you know, your loved ones and, you know, maybe your kids are now at home. You're worried about your job. You're yeah. working from home. There's a total loss of control. Yes, definitely. And that is really hard for anybody to deal with. So important to talk about and not just when this type of thing is going on, but, you know, stress and anxiety can really put a strain on a relationship. So that's yeah. something we really wanted to talk about because I've definitely struggled with it from time to time. Thankfully, it's not something that I have to struggle with, you know, daily, but definitely have, you know, struggled with that over the years and even really more recently in like the last year or so. It's definitely an interesting time that we're in. It's hard. Like, you know, you wake up one day and it's, you can't do the things that you want to do. You can't go to the places you want to go to. And you're like, you're stuck. Yeah. It, it rocks your world because you're not in the space that you used to be in. Yeah. Routine is disrupted. Total feeling of loss of control. Isolation. I even heard, you know, somebody at work talk about the word decision fatigue. And that was something that even like popped out at me and resonated because we are, we're having to make these like crucial decisions. Should I go to the grocery today? Do I wear a mask or not wear a mask? Am I safe here? How, what can I do to keep my kids entertained for eight hours? How do I support my partner? It's just these constant adapting, adjusting and decision fatigue. And I think that's why like for the first several weeks of this whole work from home <laughs> quarantine, you know, just exhausted at the end of the yeah, day, definitely. totally exhausted. So one of the things that has caused some pretty high stress 
and anxiety for us as a couple is right before this whole thing, this whole thing started, we were planning to launch a networking group, yeah, uh, a business group. networking, you know, group, a meetup group that would, you know, meet in LA, mm-hmm. um, be organizers and like, we've got all the places, the locations, and like, we're building a group and having a lot of members join and sending messages out and... We were having a, a launch week, event on at the end of March. A week before our event launches, and surprise, everybody's in lockdown. So, so. that created like a lot of uncertainty yeah, that I think like, we weren't sure, like, now what do we do? Yeah, because, you know, it's like, well, we got to get links. We got to send, create Zoom rooms and... <laughs> You know, tell everybody, hey, we're still doing it. It's not canceled, but the locations changed, which is... It's actually worked out just fine. Yeah. But, you know, that definitely did create a heightened level of, oh, no, you know, we were just getting momentum with this group, and this was an exciting thing we'd been planning for for months and months, and Mm -hmm. just so typical lesson of life, just when you think, You've got everything figured out, and life's yeah. going your way. And it's then all it, good, and it then all you of a sudden, <laughs> for sure. As far as if you're in a relationship and you're going through this, having huh, patience with one another, which I will be the first to say, we've done a lot more <laughs> yelling at one another and arguing and having less patience with one another over the last couple of weeks, just because we're literally right on top of each other twenty four seven. Yeah. You know, we've each hit, we've each sort of hit a wall at different times during this. And yeah. a couple of weeks into being, you know, working from home and I don't know, everything just sort of hit. I was feeling totally overwhelmed with work and the situation. And I don't like to show my emotion. Yeah. I don't like to be vulnerable. So I went and took a walk, which you knew about that I was going to go do that. Mm-hmm. But I literally could not hardly get out the door before I was just bawling. And I mean, I walked for about 45 minutes and bawled the whole time. And thankfully, there weren't a whole lot of people out. Um, (laughs) So I (laughs) could keep myself together long enough to pass somebody and then start boohooing again. But even though I hated it, it was so therapeutic. And when I was done, I felt so much better. Kind of kept that a secret. You know, I didn't want to like, be like, well, I just went for a walk and I was bawling the whole time. That just makes me uncomfortable to be that vulnerable. But it definitely felt good. You kind of like... No, I didn't have like a... You didn't bawl on a walk, but you kind of had a moment where you... Yeah, there's been like a couple of times where it's just everything coming together and... Well, not coming together. It's just you have to like revamp your entire plan. And so it just, it gets frustrating and it's like, what do I do now? Where do I go from here? Feeling kind of stuck. Yeah, just stuck. Just like, I just need time to figure out how, which direction am am I going to move in. Yeah, I think where you're feeling stuck is like with networking and growing your business. We talked and we was like, okay, let's just back up, punt, fourth quarter, let's plug away. So I think, you know, communication has been really good for sure. I mean, what we've ended up doing, because we can't go anywhere, is we've, when we have those moments of needing a break, needing a mental break, we just take a little walk around our complex and we yeah. talk and we walk and walk we and make talk it and walk and talk and talk and walk and work it do out. Do little jumper jacks and <laughs> have fun like we're like 12. Lighten the mood a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. And then when all this passes, life will eventually go back to normal. Whatever that may be. 
stress and anxiety is always going to be something that's there. I'm, like I've mentioned before, a recovering perfectionist. And so there's always that stress somewhere around there trying to make sure, you know, everything's in control and planned out. And it's been interesting because like in the last year or so, maybe last two years, those feelings of anxiety creeping up have affected me more than ever before. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has been around um, like job related and you saw, you know, for there for a while, like almost every Sunday night before the new work week would start, I would yeah, just have was... these anxiety, yeah, like attacks. Like... I don't even know if attack is the right word. Definitely like this sense of dread, doom, and pending like hopelessness. Yeah, where you just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. It's like, do what? It's like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. You know, and it's just like, you're, you weren't in like a really good space. And those are things that you you can't keep inside. You just got to talk about and just get them out there and say, yeah. hey, look, this is where I'm at right now. And it sucks. And I know you may not have the answers, but I need to get it out and just let it go and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because I mean, I, I definitely <laughs> like know? the more I would think about it and the more I would internalize it, it would just grow and grow and grow. So getting it out definitely helped. I mean, it was still hard. And even talking about it, I mean, it, it was like almost every single weekend on Sunday night, same yeah. conversation, same feeling, you know, same thing. And it wasn't like the situation changed overnight. No, it took some time. It took some and time, yeah. That time it took a drastic change for it to better resolve itself mm -hmm. but yeah you know with you trying to build a business and sort of feeling that pressure and that weight to like carry us financially as you're building this new mm -hmm. great thing that's also created anxiety in our relationship and that's something that we've definitely had to talk about because there could definitely be very easily an opportunity for resentment to build in and yeah. anger and insecurity and all those things not to say that those haven't creeped in from time to time but typically like you you know when i'm like irritated and frustrated and it, it usually kind of resorts back to one of those things yeah. you know and we're mm -hmm. able to kind of talk about it you fight it up front and you take it on and it's not about anger it's not about ego it's just a matter of like hey this is our life and this is what's going on and we need to handle this and support so, each other yeah it's all about support and constant communication between the two for sure yeah even when sometimes you don't want to talk about it so i think if there was a little tip or tidbit that we could share that of something that works for us is the walk and talk the walk and talk because you think about it you're not looking at your phone you're not you know in your same scenario you know your same surroundings you actually get out somewhere yeah yeah and and then it's just like you you're able to open up without having an agenda or Whatever the case may be, it lets everything out and it's not about fixing the problem. It's just like, hey, this is where it's at. We can let it sit and marinate. I'm going to leave it right here by this phone pole. <laughs> 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 Let's go. So, And, you know, um, another another great place to do that. We have a hot tub outside our mm. complex or in our complex right outside our door. And we've done some of our best brainstorming oh yeah goal setting and life planning the hot tub is the best place for that and i'm a little upset that we can't go in we there we can't use it right now but we'll get back to that we mm -hmm. will get back to that so we've kind of talked about how tough things like that can be but there's also like a little bit of a silver lining don't you think yeah. in in this current 
environment that we're in. We're all vulnerable at this point because we have common ground now. We all are pretty much quarantined in a sense that we can't go anywhere. We can't socialize physically. We can have Zoom calls. <laughs> we can call people. But, you know, it's just a matter of just like checking on one another just to make sure like, hey, are you safe? Hey, are you are you OK? Like that's definitely one of the things we were talking about on one of our walk and talks mm -hmm. that was last night, I guess. We've noticed that now that we all as society have this common ground that we're more comfortable. One, just when we ask somebody how they're doing, like we genuinely are asking, hey, are you OK? How are yeah. you doing? Rather than the hey, how's it going? Oh, what's up, Tommy? I'm fine, you yeah. know. And so not only are we asking people genuinely, how are you doing? People are vulnerable. Yeah. And, and saying like, oh, well, I'm actually feeling this way or I'm feeling that tough, way. Or it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like we, we're giving ourselves permission to genuinely open up and be vulnerable with one another. And so then how do we preserve that or hopefully yeah. bottle up a little bit of that and take it with us? When, when we get back to normal whatever that normal may be yeah yeah because i mean the last thing that we want to ever pretend to be is perfect that whole fake instagram life that's where a lot of that feeling of isolation and i i truly believe a lot of depression and anxiety comes from that feeling of needing to be perfect and we mm. all feel so isolated from one another because no one is willing to be vulnerable and real and that's one thing we definitely want to be on the show is vulnerable and real. So it's been nice and refreshing in this as this little silver lining of this all of this <laughs> negative thing. People are actually showing up for one another even when they can't be yeah. present physically. That's really cool. So, you it know, is. can we continue that? Can we start this momentum in society? I think so. That would be pretty cool. I think so. So why don't we close, okay, close with a question from a listener? Okay. As a reminder, you can always send those to us because we love to hear from you at feedback at the talking couple.com. And what's the question we got? So today? why do I seem to attract the same type of guy or gal that ends up in the same uh, toxic situation? For me, I did a lot of self-work, understanding like the things that I wanted, who I wanted to be with, what type of person that I wanted to be. I was just in a bad space mentally, you know? Once you get to a point to where nothing's really going your way or, you know, just like, why is all the bad things happening to me? Mm -hmm. is, well, you know, it's just you were putting it out there. Yeah. And once I got to a point to where, like, I'm comfortable, I'm okay, I feel good, that's when essentially you came along. Things have been great. There's something to be said for kind of starting with yourself first and, like, figuring out, one, how can you make yourself happy first before you try to find that in somebody else? And a lot of times we end up with people that we're used to from the way we grew up. I mean, if we saw something modeled in our life, we end up kind of with that in our own life, even though that's mm -hmm. something that we don't want. But until you start thinking about those things and like, you know, delving deeper into that, you're gonna kind of end up. Yeah, attracting okay. the same type of person even if it's not somebody that's bad for you i've even seen this with friends that i've known in the past where they would jump from one relationship to another to another to another with like no break in between that's even you know a symptom of kind of not being happy with who you are i mean you yeah. just not you don't want to be alone because then if you're alone you have to think about things and 
even if they end up in a great relationship, like have they really done the work on themselves or even are they in a good place to where they're happy whether they're with that person or not? And are they putting too much pressure and weight on that other person to make them happy? I think you just, you gotta figure out what you want, who you are, and then you take those steps and go on to the next thing. Actually, this is something that we feel is so crucial to the start of a successful relationship that it's going to be the topic of our very next episode. So on the next episode, you're going to hear about the secrets around setting yourself up for success mm -hmm. in a relationship. And, you know, as we've kind of touched on, it really has less to do with finding Mr. Or Mrs. Right and more to do with finding your true self. Thanks for joining us for the Talking Couple Podcast. We have a favor to ask. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the Talking Couple. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on social media. We are The Talking Couple on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.